we've been doing this for the last few years, and, and the, the goal is to kind of uh, move us into a particular uh, way of thinking together. And, and what we're going to be talking about this month is what we do with our each and every day. And so we have this idea of 111 hours. Now, you know that there's 168 hours in a week, but I figured, you know, just giving you the benefit of the doubt, if you sleep eight hours a day and giving you another benefit of the doubt, you come to church one hour, you know, at least one hour a week, um, then you've got 111 hours left. So what do we do with those hours? Now, granted, we work, but how can we follow God with everything we are? with our each and every day, with our each and every hour. So that's what we're going to be talking about for the next four weeks. And I'm very excited because we've got some, man, we've got some good classes. And you're going to be able to choose uh, which class to go to each and every day. So uh, what I thought I could do this morning is, is, is begin in a particular way that I hope will be inspiring to you, uh, helpful to you, and will encourage you to uh, hopefully get into the Word this year because, you know, Honestly, how many, how many of those hours do we spend reading, thinking about the Word of God, uh, incorporating it into our everyday life? Uh, you get that little notice on your iPhone, if you have that, and every week it will say, uh, you spent this much time every day on your iPhone last week. I'm not going to tell you what mine is, but I'm sure yours is way worse than me, right? Ooh, it's a little humbling when I see that. So hopefully you will be able to, this year, focus in a little bit more on, on connecting with, 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 with our God. Uh, the Bible is the best way to do that. So that's my encouragement to you. So what I wanted to do today is kind of begin uh, this idea of, of, of how we live our each and every day with a focus on how Jesus lived his each and every day. And we get a glimpse into that framework that guided him when you look at the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5 through 7. And so today I just wanted to let you hear the words of Jesus, specifically as it was spoken, hopefully, you know, you'll hear it exactly the way it was spoken. Um, but it's not my sermon, I'm sorry, I can't claim, claim it. Uh, but what I'd like to do is to give you a glimpse into Jesus' each and every day. So Jesus saw these crowds on a mountainside and he went up to them and he sat down and he began to teach them saying blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted blessed are the meek for they they will inherit the earth. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they'll be shown mercy. And blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they'll be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted on account of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
blessed are you when you are persecuted and on account of me, when people say all manner of, of evil against you, on account of me, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they treated the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, it's good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill can't be hidden. Neither would you light a lamp and put it under a bowl. No, you light a lamp, you put it on a stand, and it gives light to the entire house. Therefore, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and that they may glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will disappear from the law until everything has been accomplished. Therefore, those who put aside the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But those who practice these commands and teach others to do the same, they'll be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you the truth, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees, teachers of the law, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard it said, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be subject to judgment. But I say, Whoever is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Whoever says to his brother or sister, Raka, will be answerable to the court. And whoever says, You fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are leaving your gift at the altar, and there you remember someone has something against you, Leave your gift at the altar. Go, be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who's taking you to court. Do it while you're still on the way. Or else he may hand you over to the judge. And the judge will hand you over to the officer. And the officer will have you thrown into prison. And I tell you the truth, you won't get out until you've paid the last penny. You've heard it said, thou shall not commit adultery. But I tell you, any, anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Throw it away. <laughs> It'd be much better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. You know, throw it away. It'd be much better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. You've heard it said to the people long ago, whoever 
divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I say, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, commits adultery, makes her the victim of adultery. Anyone who marries that woman commits adultery. You've also heard it said to the people long ago, keep your oaths, fulfill to the Lord what you vow. But I say, don't swear at all. Either by heaven, for it's God's throne, or, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it's the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head. I mean, none of you can make one hair white or black. Simply let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Anything else comes from the evil one. You've heard it said, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. But I say, don't resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the left one also. Someone um, sues you to take your coat, give him your shirt as well. If, If someone forces you to go with them one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks. Give and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You've heard it said, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I say love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. And in so doing, you will be called children of your Father in heaven. For He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good. He sends the rain to fall on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you only love your own people, what reward will you get? Do not even tax collectors do that? And if you only greet your own people... What more are you doing than anyone else? Don't the pagans do that? Therefore, be perfect, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. And be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them, or else you'll receive no reward from your Father in Heaven. When you give to the needy, don't announce it with trumpets like The hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. (laughs) But when you give, uh, don't let your right hand know what your left one is doing. So that your giving may be in secret. And then your Heavenly Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, um, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray. Standing in the street corners to be seen and heard by others. (laughs) Truly, I tell you, they receive their reward in full. (laughs) When you pray, uh, go into your room. Close your door. And pray to your Father who is unseen. 
And then when your father sees what is done in secret, he'll reward you. And when you pray, don't keep babbling on like the pagans do. They think they'll be heard for their many words. And I'm, I'm telling you, your Heavenly Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you, for, if you forgive others their sins when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you your sins. But if you do not forgive others their sins when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will not forgive you your sins. And uh, when you fast, uh, don't disfigure your faces like the hypocrites do to let everyone know they're fasting. (laughs) When you fast, wash your face. Put oil on your head so that it will not be obvious to others that you're fasting. Only obvious to our Heavenly Father who's unseen. And when your Father, who is unseen, sees what is done in secret, He will reward you. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust corrupt, where, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not corrupt, where thieves cannot break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye. It's the lamp of the body. And if, if your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light in you is darkness, oh, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters. You'll either hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about this life, what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. For is, isn't life not more than food in the body, more than clothes? Consider the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor store away in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? I mean, which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? And and the body. Is not the body more than clothes? Look at the flowers of the field. I tell you, they never, they, they don't 
laborer, they don't spin, but Solomon in all of his glory, all of his splendor, was never once dressed like one of these. Oh. And if this is how your Heavenly Father feels about the grass of the field, grass, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will He not clothe you, you of little faith? So do not think, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For your Heavenly Father knows that you need these things. Seek first His kingdom, His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And don't judge, or else you too will be judged. For the measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. <laughs> Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your neighbor's eye? All the while, you have a huge log in your own eye. <laughs> Why do you say, hey, uh, brother, let me remove that speck from your eye. All the while, you have a huge log in your own eye. <laughs> you hypocrite. First, remove the log from your own eye so that you can see clearly to remove the speck from your neighbor's eye. <laughs> Don't give to dogs what is, what is sacred. Don't cast your pearls to pigs or they'll trample them under their feet and they may turn and tear you to pieces. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, the door will be opened. For whoever asks, receives. Whoever seeks, finds. Whoever knocks, the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asked for a loaf of bread, would give him a stone? Or if they asked for a fish, would give him a snake? <laughs> if you then... Though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father not give good gifts to those who ask Him? Therefore, in all you do, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For small is the gate, wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Many will find it. Small is the gate, narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few will enter it. And watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inside they are ferocious wolves. But by their fruits, you will recognize them. Do you, do you uh, pick grapes from thorn bushes? Figs from thistles? Every good tree bears good fruit. Every bad tree bears bad fruit. No good tree will bear bad fruit, and no bad tree will bear good fruit. And the trees that do not bear good fruit will be cut down and 
thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruits, you will recognize them. Not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will come to me and they'll say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not perform any miracles in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And I'll just simply tell them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice will be like a, a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rains came. The streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, but the house stood firm because its foundation was on a rock. But whoever hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice will be like a foolish man who, who built his house on sand. Sand. <laughs> Rains came down. Streams rose. The winds blew and beat against that house. And the, the house fell with a mighty crash. When Jesus finished speaking these things, people were amazed because he spoke as one who had authority. And not simply as a teacher of the law. Jesus put all of his authority behind those words. It was the framework that guided his life. It was the framework he knew would be able to guide us in our each and every day. My prayer for you as we begin this new year. Put these words into practice. Be a wise man. Be a wise woman. Realize that this is the only way to life. Praise team will come up. If you need prayer as we begin to sing here in a moment, we have elders around. I'll be here. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord bless you, keep you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you, be gracious to you. And may the Lord give you peace. Amen. Let's sing. Let's stand together.